Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. This is episode 149 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast, brought to you by the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network. What's going on, everybody? It's Joseph Crush with one, one person this week. I'm not alone. We're not alone. The professional NJ3. Brother, what's going on, man? We're here. <laughs> what's up, B? It's, hey, listen, you know what's really funny? We've done 148 episodes. This is the only combination that has not happened. But I, I mean, unless you want to count you and Nick, but we don't count Nick. No. Nah. So Tommy's Tommy's worked with both of us. We've worked with Tommy. I, you know, I I, I hung out with Nick I guess, a couple of times, but this is the combo. This is <laughs> it. You this know, is what we've uh, we've earned for the, the, the outsiders. <laughs> We're the outcasts. That's We're the outcasts. Uh, dude, it's been it's been a minute. And I mean, if you want to go back to the the original version one of the Wrestling Journal podcast, that was that was the time uh, where we started what we had envisioned to be what we wanted to do from from the get go. Um, it was just me and you back in the day, dude. Uh, yeah, we brought Tommy on at one point, but yeah. you and I were breaking it down years and years ago. My yeah. God, but this is what we always wanted was yep. this network with with this this platform and yeah. it's great to just see us be able to do it. So it's kind of cool to have like a nice little, like uh feels like a throwback of the two of us, but it'll be a great conversation. Yeah, for sure. Of course. Um, if you want to follow uh, the Russell buzz podcast network or the wrestling journal or anyone involved with us on social media at Russell buzz on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, at Russell Buzz with three Z's on Twitter. Uh, we have more than one podcast on this network. Uh, you can follow the Wrestling Journal on Instagram uh, at Project underscore Kfabe on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter. And then at From the Top Row Podcast on Instagram and I believe on TikTok as well. Someone's on there. We're on TikTok somewhere. You can find us. Just look up the and then I hate garage rooms on Instagram and Twitter as well for the host of From the Top Rope. Um, I dropped in there really quick. Yeah. Happy birthday, Gurge Brooms. Absolutely. It's March 25th. So I know that when this comes out, it's not going to be your birthday, but we want to tell you, brother, that we are recording on your birthday. You are our boy. Happy birthday, man. You are a fucking awesome dude. <laughs> Happy to have you in our lives and just hope it's another great year, another trip around the world, my brother. Hell yeah, man. He's living his life right now, too, dude. Like he this guy does everything. He's going to WrestleMania. Oh. He was at the Royal Rumble. Dude, this guy lives it up. He's in a like uh, and that, that, those are just wrestling events he does. Yeah. Right now he's in like he's at like hot springs somewhere in fucking dude. some dude. This guy just lives as he says in his like status his uh his captions, like I'm just living the dope life or whatever he says, man. He I do cool shit. Yeah, I live a dope life I, and do dope shit. Like whatever he yeah. does, man. Yeah. An honor to know Gurge Brooms. I hate Gurge Brooms on Instagram and Twitter and whatever you can fucking follow him. Um, just support the guy. He's a great, a great human being. Um, 
you can download download this podcast network anywhere you download podcasts. Uh, if you want to follow us on Apple or Spotify, leave us that five star rating and review, uh, and just support the hell out of us because we appreciate. Oh yeah, did we call out um Joe Project Cafe? But I, I know we just got we wished Gurge happy birthday. I wasn't sure if we call out Joe. Yeah, well, I, I put them. I, I show them on social media. But if you want to, I mean, oh, okay. we we have obviously we have three podcasts on the network: the Wrestling Journal, uh, from the Top Rope, and then at Project Kayfabe. Uh, Joe and Quade kill it every week. Oh, yeah. uh, NJ three, I think you have a couple comments for Quade real quick. If you want to just <laughs> Dude, he, he fucking killed me. So real quick, Quade, you made me laugh, man. I know you're not. You may not listen to this one, but Joe will hopefully tell you. But the whole oatmeal raisin cookie in the air fryer incident <laughs> during the Viking, uh, Vikingo and and Kenny Omega match. Joe literally asked him on the podcast, like, so Quade, what did you think about the Omega match? He's like, well, I was actually making an oatmeal cookie in, in the air fryer, so I kind of missed it. <laughs> and Joe's like, wait, you're making an oatmeal cookie for 30 minutes? He's like, what do, what do I got to say, man? I want to have an oatmeal cookie and watch the match. I couldn't make it in time. It, I fucking, I popped so hard for that. That was hysterical. Yeah, man. Joe I mean- was so perplexed by that response. It, <laughs> Oh, it was amazing. Honestly, to say, like, we have a um uh, a great group of characters on this podcast feed. It's a really, it's a, it's a shame if you don't listen to us, but I, if you do, like, and you support us, we appreciate it. But like, these podcasts, we're, granted, we're talking about current day stuff or whatever we're doing. Like, we all have different opinions and like we have different personalities. I right, check out the other podcasts if you listen to us now and don't like. I mean, just we have such a great group of people here, man. I love every single one of them that's involved. Um, but they, everyone puts the, uh, a lot of hard work into what we put out here. Uh, Joe's been doing a lot of good work on YouTube and, and TikTok, but now like he's doing, uh, he's playing, uh, 2k 23 right now. And he's putting a lot of good, good work out there. So go check that out. Um, project, uh, kayfabe on YouTube and TikTok. So, um, just, just, support the brand uh and just just help out these guys man because we we put a lot of work into this stuff and like uh it, it, it'd be a shame that like, not a lot of people get to see what we get to do here and like just appreciate pro wrestling so it's it's really cool man uh but quad a is a, a fucking character for sure love him. um uh, wait, let's hit the sponsors quick uh we'll, we'll do this one real quick andrew i'm not even gonna hold you on this one uh nerd focus the best energy drink in the world. Uh, we've talked about it for 148 weeks in a row. God damn it. Uh, I can't push it more. Uh, it'll supply you energy thought process uh, and just help you get through those rough days that you need, whether you're working at home, whether you're working out at the gym, uh, doing a podcast, it'll help you get through it. Uh, we have a link tree uh, link in our all our social media bios. Click that link. The top link should have the Nerd Focus link on there. Click that link right there. Use code ND20 at checkout for 20% off and uh, drink nerd with us, brother. Um, paper champion, fantasy wrestling, done right, thepaperchampion.com. Still in first place, and uh, this is it. You, this is it. you're you need to have the WrestleMania card to win it. That's it, and stand to deliver. Stand, we found out. Stand oh, that's right, and stand to deliver. That's yeah. right. We get that too. But this is it, B. Like this is your week. This yeah. is your road. This is my road you, to to. This thir- is your Cody road. I do have Cody Rhodes on my squad, so I think I got to ride it out, right? Um, Predictions will be coming this week, so check us out on YouTube, uh, and we'll put the feed up here, but uh, support the YouTube as well. But we'll get more to predictions, but thepaperchampion.com, fantasy wrestling done right. Signups will be available post-WrestleMania. 
Uh, if you have any questions, DM us, uh, DM at paper champion on uh, Instagram or paper underscore champion. I forget what it was exactly, but you follow all the tags. You can, you can find out where he is. Um, and if you have any questions about signing up for f- the best and the only fantasy wrestling uh, league in the world, it's this is it, thepaperchampion.com. And then, of course, prowrestlingtees.com slash wrestlebuzz. Buy the shirt, wear the shirt, support the brand. More shirts coming soon. Right? That's all we could say. Uh, all right, NJ three. <clears throat> Let's get into the podcast, brother. Uh, a lot of a lot of things coming out, right? Like, and it's been a, a known thing for a while. We're fans of pro wrestling, right? And I think it's kind of like a an, an unwritten rule of how you approach wrestlers in public, whether it's uh, hound them with. Uh, uh, figures or eight by tens to sign or just say hello or don't say anything at all. However you want to do it, it's totally up to you. The right way is could be argued, but uh, Rhea Ripley came out recently on Twitter uh, complaining about how she was approached at an airport recently. Uh, she was getting hounded outside of the airport and uh, basically wasn't like wasn't being let go to do what she had to do, continue on with their travel. Um, I don't know what these people think. I know it's a thing that's been going on for years now where, and we saw a video come out of Ray Mysterio, like being presented like 16 Funko pops at a fucking, at the airport for him to sign on a, like a poster board. It was so cringy. It was like this guy obviously had old alternative intentions of like what he wanted to do with them as opposed to just collecting these items and collecting Ray Mysterio's autograph. But now Rhea comes out on Twitter. I don't have the exact quote, but basically she said like, I'm done with this. Like, leave me alone. Let me be, um, especially like the, the airport thing, right? Like that means you're finding out what fight these people are on and, and, it just it's so cringy it makes us as fans look bad the big thing coming out of it like is like do we really consider these people fans because i don't i consider them like money grabbing leeches at this point um our experience we've been fans for so long we've met wrestlers the, the right way we've seen them in public and acknowledged them the right way uh what were your thoughts when like finally like not finally. It's not the first time someone said something, but now that Rhea's coming out and saying something about it on Twitter, uh, what were your thoughts when you saw this? I'm happy that she did, man, to be honest. It was really unfortunate because like you just said before, the problem is, right, that just like that example you about Ray Bissera with the Funko Pops, that guy is putting all those Funko Pops on eBay. Yeah. See, like he's not actually genuinely trying to meet Ray Mysterio. Say I love you. I'm a big fan. Like I, I, I've, I can't believe what you've done. You've had this influence in my life. I just want to have a, a memento of you of this moment and capture this moment. Right? Those are going on eBay and they're being sold. You know, and and one thing like we forget as fans, like when the show is over, they either go back to their hotel, mm-hmm. hop in a car, or go to the airport to go to the next station to go do this all over again. Yeah. Right. After they literally just put themselves through through you know whatever battle that they were going through you know for that story to have to go do it again first of all they're on lack of sleep they're exhausted and there's like two sets of fans there's fans like you just said about us right we're we know we just recorded something that'll hopefully be out soon it's like a little bit of uh it's a wrestlemania 30 we brought the boys back to kind of tell stories wrestlemania 30 i didn't get to drop this story on the podcast so i'll drop it right here when i was going home after wrestlemania 30 on tuesday i got to the airport and pat patterson was right there no one was near him 
a few people looked at him like, like that's somebody. I knew it was Pat Patterson. So I went up to him really quick, very casual. I said, I don't want to make a big deal about this. I'm a huge fan. I just want to say hello and just, you know, thank you. And he's like, he looked at me. He said, thank you. And he nodded his head and we just kept it moving. And that interaction was fantastic. I could have said, can I have a picture? Can I do this? But I didn't want to do that to him. He was at the airport. It was WrestleMania weekend. It was a long weekend, right? He's on to the next one. And so was I, but I, it just, I'm happy for Rhea that she stood up for herself because the problem is if you don't do that, it's not going to stop. Mm-hmm. And it's not the guys like us that really like want like a legit autograph or moment with her or fans that are very more casual with that kind of interaction. These are literally leeches that go for the jugular because she'll agree to one and then she'll just get, she'll have to do like 16. Yeah. And that's what the problem was, right? It wasn't just the one, it was the, all the extras and it just, it's unfortunate. She gives us a bad name, but I'm happy she stood up for herself. Yeah, it sucks, man. And like, I think we've had other experiences too, where it's like, you wouldn't even like approach it that way. And it sucks that she, I think that I've actual, a video came out too, that I saw of her, like her sign. I don't know if it was the exact scenario, but it was her signing autographs and she just looks exhausted, man. And like so fed up. And I think at one point she said, can I go? And like, they just kept putting shit in front of her face. It was ridiculous, man. Um, a lot of people calling for um, WWE to like send people with the wrestlers, like travel to kind of like uh, navigate them through the airport. I think that's, I don't know if you, how you can do that because they're all in different flights and stuff, but um, unless like it becomes like a law, then I don't know how you actually get it done unless you have the, the wrestler be a, uh, uh, I don't want to say an asshole, but like be, like a dick in person and they have to be at this point to get them away um so hopefully people learn from this like from this tweet and all the exposure that's gotten all the response that's gotten they just stop doing it like I, i'd love to see it happen again and like see how people react to it. i don't want to see it happen again obviously but like i'd love to see how people like treat this now i would love to see her take her camera yeah. and record them right because we always see the vantage point of the person mm-hmm saying hey can you sign this and if they say no then they look like they're the jerk it's like oh my god well i pay my money to see you and you're a celebrity because of me why don't we take the camera and put on her and have her and show her the hordes of people hiding behind areas and just pouncing on her yeah that would be an interesting thing to see and i thought that would be really tell a really good story yeah i always, i i'm gonna end it here but i, I always thought like seeing the pictures on, online of people taking photos with people at the airport unless you're there like you you had your experience with pat patterson right and i'm sure you like that what are the odds right it was like a, a happenstance of like you you're going on a flight in an airport like these people go to airports waiting for people to get there waiting at baggage claim that's ridiculous it's a joke so hopefully think lessons get learned from this and people start changing because it's a fucking joke and it makes us look bad like people get like that's we already i I said it already like we already have have a bad stigma about us as wrestling fans like not a bad but like a weird stigma like oh you're wrestling fans yeah whatever but like now to add that on top of it it's it it's a joke um we'll end it there but moving forward uh naomi Trinity Fatu, uh, almost basically con- confirming she's done with WWE. Uh, she posted a uh, thing on Instagram of her appearing at WrestleCon for WrestleMania weekend. 
And someone randomly had asked her in uh in the comment section if she was done with WWE or when she if she was with WWE, and she's like, "No, I'm done with them." Basically, that's she responded to it. And uh, I mean, I guess we didn't really know for sure. They didn't announce anything. Uh, we knew Sasha left, and they both left at the same time. I wasn't aware of contract situation with Naomi, uh, but NJ three. Do we see any uh, any chance of her coming back? What do you want to see come out? I mean, we we didn't we kind of really didn't know what was happening. We it's kind of been on like the quiet front since she's been uh, since her departure of her and Sasha walking out. So, uh, what are your thoughts on this, man? I mean, it's it's um, if she did this intentionally to be kind of keep it quiet and keep like the rumor mill down. I think she's done a fantastic job. Yeah, because I mean, listen. Okay, she's um she was an amazing athlete. She was a former champion. She is the wife of Jimmy Uso. Um, don't want to discredit her. Obviously, if the news is about her and Mercedes or also known as Sasha Banks is out there, you know we kind of lean towards a little bit Sasha, you know Sasha Monet. Um, I mean Mercedes, excuse me. Um, so it's kind of like she's she was I, I you know I loved her in WWE. I felt like she was never really appreciated. Mm -hmm. She was always one of the most athletic people. She was a funkadactyl. Yeah. All right. She literally did whatever she could to kind of get over when she had her opportunity. She was there before divas during give divas a chance. She was a champion, but for her, it's like she gave it all she could. And I don't want to blame her if she had a sour taste about WWE in her mouth. I actually saw it today, not to change topic, but just to, you know, reemphasize my point. Killian Dane came out and literally said that if WWE called him today, that he would still have a hard time picking up the phone because he's not sure he would trust them. Really? And I feel like this. Yeah, I read that today. And I sure. felt like the same adage goes for Naomi because it'll be the whole thing. She'll come. I know Triple H. So it's like hopefully that could kind of get in her head. She could mm -hmm. see how her, her bloodline storyline was handled. Um, But I, I, I don't know, man. Like I would think another year would have to go by in wwe for her to really see right because triple h took over at SummerSlam. it wasn't his first book pay-per-view but he took over for SummerSlam. yeah right so this is his first mania let's see what the landscape looks like now because he gets the reset right day after mania is literally the reset yeah you have a little bit of continuation to backlash but it's the reset so if i'm her and what i'm thinking just like talking as a fan i'm thinking she got to see a full year under triple h mania to mania maybe we see her i would say at minimum at least a year from now. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I'm shocked to be honest. I thought it would have been like a, with who, who she has within the company, like not who's running the company, but like her family basically. Right. Um, I would have thought she would have been guaranteed locked back. Cause I didn't think she was like, I thought she was kind of like, she wasn't like a, a four horsewoman, but she was kind of handled properly or in not negatively. Like she didn't like she was a fungodactyl, right? But like she did have her championship run. She wasn't like some feuds here and there. I, I know towards the end, but I think if there was creatively, there's a fit for her to fucking run with the bloodline or whoever will be the Usos and so solo, whatever happens post mania. Um I don't know, we'll see. But uh I to hear that news that she's done is definitely uh shocking maybe she's she she wants more than what they want to offer uh it's all i could think of i don't know um but the killing dane stuff i didn't know i didn't know that happened yeah uh, man i read that crazy. i read that today i thought it, was, it blew my mind i was like he's like even if they call me today like i would still be hesitant to go back there it's crazy 
his wife's there too and like i guess it doesn't really matter at this point like well look people... what i mean listen let's, i'm happy that nikki's no longer almost a superhero but yeah you know, she's kind of just chilling listen she went back to crazy nikki which is yeah. really cool she had a couple weeks she was doing this weird thing with you know candice loray and now she's like it's hard because it's she... wrestlemania season right you have all of your stories ready mm. so everything's in like this weird little pause moment where like the wrestling storyline building stage is kind of done. And right now you're just pushing your matches forward and continuing that story. Everything else is just kind of on pause. So maybe she's on pause for now, but yeah. Cause how, how many people can you, can you fit into everything? WrestleMania is, I mean, there's so many, there's only so many spots to, to have on WrestleMania. You can't have everyone on the card. I think triple H has come out and said, like he wants to kind of dumb it down to what it was the past couple of years, how they would just throw anyone and anyone on the card. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, talking about people that are leaving WWE, Goldberg is officially, officially a free agent. Wow. Nick is probably rolling over in his bed right now. <laughs> um, I didn't know his contract situation, how many matches were on the car uh, on his contract with WWE, but apparently now he's a free agent. Uh, I think the big question is, uh, can we see him, going to the other brand and that's AEW. you know um, i i did read uh, again i'm doing a lot of reading i guess this weekend yeah, nice. that all he wanted was one more retirement match and he was done that was what i read that he just wants one match as his legit retirement match and then he's done and supposedly i guess wwe didn't offer that to him if i'm tony khan i give him whatever the money he wants and you book Goldberg to have his retirement match in AEW. Against? Oh. Kenny Omega. Ooh. Christopher Jericho. Ooh. There's beef there. Or his nephew, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Right. MJF. Um, that's what I read, is that all Goldberg wanted was a retirement match. And that the rumor is like, you know, WWE, I guess, didn't want to do that right now. And like, I, I kind of get it, right? Because... It feel it feels very Vince, right? Because Vince pushed Goldberg out probably a couple matches too many. Yeah. He does that a little bit, right? And you know, you think back to when the Brothers of Destruction took on DX, a bold Shawn Michaels. Um, when it was that tag match in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it's horrible. Listen, love the four of those men. Did not love that match. So I get Triple H being like, listen, Bill, you know, we're we're not in the business of you know retirement matches, at least not at this point. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, we're not doing this right now. I, I get that from that standpoint, but from a business standpoint, AEW better step the fuck up. Yeah. But the problem is they're going to want to offer a multi-year match or multi a multi you know multi-match contract because you know why wouldn't they? Mm. He's a household name. He would bring a lot of eyes. But I think you, you could offer if if you're Tony because I think he actually came out and said like he's definitely interested in like seeing what like t- at least talking to Goldberg. He was he was a huge. WCW fan growing up, obviously, uh, but look what they did with Sting too, right? Grand longer deal. I think it's possible to bring Goldberg. They handled Sting beautifully, yeah, better than WWE pretty much did. I think that's how you how you kind of like what you put out in front of Goldberg. Hey, maybe not do carbon copy. We're not going to pair you with somebody, but like look how we handled Sting. He's not here every week. He makes appearances, does a match here and there. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, I granted Goldberg's a little more. Dare I say egotistical than Sting? Um, I don't think so. No, or you, I would. Th- I would say yeah. I would think so. Absolutely. So, no, no, yeah. So 
maybe he doesn't agree to that up front, but um, I think you find a way, right? It, no matter what it is, I know the 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 hardcore fan base in AEW is like, eh, Goldberg, but it's, it's uh, you want to get some notoriety, maybe get people more a little people outside the realm of just AEW fans to see everyone else on that show. It's not about popping a rating for one night or one pay per view. It's about exposing that whole roster of people who aren't that known to people outside of us, right? So maybe not everyone knows who fucking Kenny Omega is outside of the hardcore fans. So like if you're setting up a match, Bill Goldberg versus Kenny Omega, you're going to bring people in that may not know who aren't too familiar with Kenny and then get to see what he's about. And then like, Oh shit, that's what they do in AW. We'll come back here and watch. So I, it, Tony would be stupid not to try to get him there. I'm not saying the match has to be him versus Goldberg versus Kenny, but if you like, look what Taker did. He went out with AJ. Granted, it wasn't supposed to be a fucking cinematic match, cinematic match to begin with, but he went out with one of the best in the business. So why not end Goldberg's career with arguably one Currently of the best, the in, the best world. in the business? Yeah. yeah. So I'm with you. And, you know, I think when it comes to ratings, just want to add this point before we go to the next topic. Um, when it comes to ratings, they already have the diehard AEW fan. They want to pull the WWE fan, right? Because from a viewership standpoint, they're the ones who have, I think, in the at least the United States, the most viewership in, in any wrestling product. Getting Goldberg over will start to pull some of those eyes potentially over to you. Those are the eyes you're trying to capture. Those are the people because you already have all the AWP. So, no, I'm with you 100%. <clears throat> We're going to stick with AEW real quick because what is AEW talk without CM Punk drama? Of course. Yeah. So uh, if you're a wrestling fan, you're aware of what's going on. Um, I think what I kind of want to talk about is like what we expected to happen and what's going to happen. And I kind of want to tie FDR into this as well because I think they're attached in some sort of way. So I kind of like I'll counteract with that after the after this topic. Punk came out, put something on his uh, his Instagram story. Go out and read it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's fucking long, um, but it's everywhere. You could you, you've read it already if you listen to this podcast. But it's on the Russell Buzz Instagram if you want to read it at Russell Buzz. Um, he basically called out people, Meltzer, Jericho, Tony Khan in a sense, um, about why he didn't return, why he didn't do certain things in his run because he's because of an injury and basically ended saying, I would never choose a company over uh, an injury ever again. And that's what he did in WWE. And that's why he eventually ended up leaving. So rumors before all this, right. were like basically 90, I want to say from what I was reading, 90, 10 that he was coming back, like wanted to come back. And now after seeing this, Dude, I don't think he's coming back to, to AEW. Doesn't um, seem like it. If he if he does, I'd be shocked. Um, how how far can you look into it if it's a work or not? I'm not trying to like think too hard. I'm seeing what I'm being presented and I'm riding with that. I'm not trying to like look into like, oh, well, this could be a thing where that's a thing. Sure, maybe, but I'm just gonna ride with what he's put, putting out in front of us. And I'm gonna say that's fact. It's coming from him. Um 
Is there all right? This is the the bold question. Not a bold question. This is the main question. Is there a world in today's world? Is there a scenario in today's world where CM Punk is good for professional wrestling? I don't think anymore. He came back to AEW, and he literally could walk on water. Mm-hmm. He said all the right things. He did all the right things. He worked Darby. He worked with other young guys. He worked MJF. He did everything. But the second he had the chance to get the gold is when things kind of turned around because that's when it's almost became like he's the guy. He's the reason for the big ratings bump, right? He was the million-dollar draw, right? He was the million-dollar whatever it was. Um, I forget the terminology. How are you saying? Thank you. Million-dollar gate. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. Um, And I think that's kind of where he gets in trouble. I think when he, he had all the best intentions and then once the situation with the championship started happening and then he got hurt. And then he got squashed by Moxley, which again was in that tweet or that that Twitter, yeah, that that yeah. Twitter um, screenshot. I I I think he did it. He did it again, right? WWE with the Z Pack and the and the, and the shit with Kane and, and not Kane. I think he was in that match. I, I forget what it was. It was right, the Royal um, Rumble with or Ryback was the guy Ryback. Oh my God! Excuse me, Kane. I am sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. I'm. I got you some more nerd focus on that one. Um, so. I think at this point, be like, I can't see him coming back anymore. Yeah, I really can't. I mean, he did that that mixed martial arts commentary where wrestling got brought up like for like a second, and like he made like a funny little like comment, like I got I can't say certain things to get myself into trouble. Yeah, he knows. He knows too. <clears throat> it's crazy, man. Um, this dude, if you, I feel like he's not. <laughs> It's just crazy. It's like there's so many more people better than him. Like when it comes to like physical ability, promos, stuff like that. But this guy just brings a stigma around with him. And it's like people get attached and I get it. It's fine. But if he would have just like kept his mouth shut for a couple of times, he could have made so much more money and could have did so much for better for the thing that he loves. Right. Apparently, which is pro wrestling. Um it's just crazy to me. He always finds himself in the scenario. And just him. What's the common denominator? It's fucking him. So um, I don't know. And I kind of want to tally off that. And we'll see what happens, obviously, going forward. We don't know. He could come back, for all we know. We have no idea. I want to tally off that with FTR because um, they well, they came back in Revolution. Uh, if, if you listen to Dax's podcast, contracts are up in april they know what they're doing they haven't announced yet for legal reasons whatever uh but this past uh wednesday on dynamite they issue a challenge to the guns for the belts if they lose they leave aw and now they're attached to cm punk in a sense because they're like boys or at least dax's and cash kind of quiet on that front which is fair um does this do we do we attach the the punk thing with FTR? Do you look that deep into it, or, or and the second question would be, what do you see happening with FTR? Because like we don't know what the con what what's happening. Because even in, like, on Dax's podcast, like I said, like they he keeps everything quiet until he's able to say stuff, but he's been pretty open. Uh, so we might we might find out there first. I don't know would they show up in WWE. I have no idea. Um, but what do you see happening with FTR? Do they attach themselves with CM Punk with leaving AEW? 
I would say they're, I say no matter what our decision, whether it's leave to stay, I'd say it's not predicated on CM Punk. Mm. I think it'd be coincidental, yeah. if in my opinion. If if they stay in AEW and he ends up coming back, I think it's coincidental. And I think if they go to WWE, it's coincidental. If God, I don't know if Punk would ever go to WWE again or if they'd even open the door for him. Yeah. I remember the screenshot of that WWE document or, document or contract they were potentially reviewing, right? That was on the internet. It got deleted pretty quickly. And then when you book a match, that if they lose, they leave the company. It's like almost that weird thing, like how much on the nose are they trying to be, mm. right? Yeah. Because it's like, we've seen this before, where it's like, all right, loser leaves Jay White, right? If he loses, he he's done with New Japan. Like, it, it happens. And I remember even back when Jeff Hardy lost, like, it wasn't, then it wasn't like when, when him and Punk wrestled and he lost and he like would have to leave. No, it, why the, ah. Uh, it could have been. I get my story confused. I, well, I was trying even, to go back time. to early like Raw days. It was uh, Mr. Perfect versus Ric Flair when Ric Flair was going back to right. WCW. He lost yeah. that night. And he was fucking gone. Like it, it, it happens all the time. Like so, yes. it's like almost like, do we are we working ourselves? Are they working us? Because mm-hmm. it's just the obvious thing. Oh my God, they're going to lose. They're going to WWE. We, we're smart fans. We've seen the contract on on social media. We know, but then. They're not going to go. But does that give them the reaction they want? And is this their maybe their last true full-time multi-contract run until they maybe start to slow it down a little bit? Mm-hmm. Right? These guys have been going for a minute. Right? Yeah. They are world travel, world champions. One of the best tag teams in the business and has been for years. Um, this is probably their last full-time multi-year run. I'd assume it's probably a three-year contract. Wherever they're going to be, it's a full-time run. After that, they might slow it down, maybe do a stint in New Japan afterwards and maybe see where it goes. Like, Because they're not young guys. Yeah, they're older. You know what I mean? They're older. Yeah. So they came on the quote-unquote, we'll say scene later, but they're definitely not new to wrestling. Um, God, I just feel like in the landscape of what WWE is doing and the run that they had at NXT, I want to see them in WWE again just because I want them to get that fair shake because – all I think of is like the bullshit with the Usos and the hot sauce and the pants or whatever that segment was. Yeah, yeah. If you remember, like, and it was just like they weren't treated right, dude. It was corny. Like, yeah. That was so bad, bro. And I feel like guys like that remember that shit and like they want to have their story written just a little bit better. And there's a couple of dream matches I think they could work. And I think them in a true Usos quote unquote feud would be great. Um, Oh, oddly enough that you it. say that, I'm not even sure if you saw the quote, but he, they both said, or one of them said, dream matches they have is Usos, um, uh, shit, there was another, it's uh, Street Profits, Edge and Christian, like, we don't even know, what, I imagine that happened down the road, I don't know, um, but so, like, the fact that they came out and said that, dude, how how far do you go though? That's the question, right? Like, how far do you go with like trying to work the fans to think you're leaving, but you're really not? And like, I if they don't leave, I'm gonna be like, oh, they just fucking worked the shit out of us this whole time, kind of thing. Or am I gonna be like, oh, that was fucking sick? I don't know. Right. I don't know how I look at it. I know, and I don't know. I just want what's best for them. Yeah, <clears throat> but <I> guess <laughs> I don't think they were handled. They weren't handled the best in the last what six to eight months in AEW like it was it was rough yeah so like what do you how so what do you look at more like they were uh, so compare their runs in AEW to WWE 
they were NXT champions, they were Royal champions, they were SmackDown champions, and then they did some hot sauce butt rubbing in between, right? In AEW, they were AEW tag team champions, but do you remember that? Because I don't, and I do, like I do, but like it wasn't like super yeah. memorable. Um, and then they were New Japan, AAA, and Ring of Honor tag team champions, tag team champions, but like that didn't to me. They're contracted with AEW. That doesn't matter. Like, they're cool. They got those titles, and I respect them as a tag team, but I'm seeing how they're booked under AEW. And I think the fact that we never got this huge feud with the the, the Young Bucks and, like, well, the, what, we, we get the third match. Yeah, I'm saying, Remember, like, it's I want, tied at 1 1 right now yeah, with the Young Bucks. I'm saying, like, the culmination of this huge feud, like, right. we they just missed out on a bunch of shit. And I don't know, people get injured, things happen with the, the, the Raw, whatever. Um, I, I, I'd argue that their run in WWE was more memorable for with WWE titles and, and like, uh, and things they achieved in WWE over the AEW run. And obviously I'll get shit for that from people that are hardcore AEW fans. And I respect that fine, but I just, things they did in AEW, I feel like we haven't seen them so much and now they're going against the guns and it's like, Okay. They're going to determine whether or not they stay in AW or not. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah. like we said, we want the best for them and whatever, whatever they want to do, I'll follow because I, I love them as a tag team. But, but NJ3, man, listen to this. If we have the potential to get Johnny Gargano and, and Tommaso Ciampa back, stop, stop it. And, and the rumors, they haven't been hot lately, but so. there was rumors of AOP coming back to WWE. And then if we can get the revival back, you know, man. You well, want I'd want I'd want seven star FTR. If if just like Cody Rhodes yeah. came over and he was the American Nightmare, I want seven star FTR. If they're coming to WWE, but don't give me the revival. They're the same fucking team. Come on, they are. But it's just you know what I mean. Like yeah, it's a little better. Give, I'll I'll take FTR. Whatever. But so I know under a Triple H ran WWE, I and he granted, loves those guys too. AOP is a far a long shot. We don't need AOP, but there was rumors of them coming back. That's why I threw it out there. But Chomp is coming back soon, probably. Gargano's there. Get DIY back together, um, and then you have just other teams that can make the Uso. Imagine like a fatal four way, like Uso, Street Profits, DIY, FTR. Come on, you want to you want to you want to revitalize this tag team division in WWE? Do that. Yeah. If well, that gets that, and that gets me excited, right? Because of just the dream match potentials that they can have now in WWE. Yeah. You know, like the Usos were always so special, but this bloodline run in what they did has solidified themselves mm-hmm. in in a stratosphere that they weren't when FTR was there the first time, the revival was there the first time. They're not the same team. Yeah. The Usos are on a whole different level. I want that match bad. Oh, 100%. really bad. Hundred percent. And then you got teams down down in NXT too. Creed Brothers really good, dude. Let me tell you about Pretty Deadly. I Deadly's am <laughs> a I am a stand for Pretty Deadly. Yes, boy. <laughs> I fucking love them. I didn't realize how much I enjoy them. I enjoy them. They are fantastic. It's good, man. It's good stuff. They. You gotta you gotta give NXT some love, man. I think I I, I get people um, going in for. I know Joe from Project Kayfabe got it like came into it now, and it's like, oh, this isn't that good. I get it. Like if you're not like investing in teams, I can understand. But like, I, dude, 
I'm telling you, man, there's like good stuff down there. The tag team division is like, if you look at it, like from on paper, it's like, uh, but then you watch them, dude. People Gallus boys. Oh yeah, dude. Joe, yeah. I'll tell you this, my man, if you're listening right now, what, one little piece of advice for you. Watch Stand and Deliver April 1st. Yes. Watch it. That's all you'll need. That's that's the that'll be the perfect reminder of, of NXT right there. That show. 100 percent We'll 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 be breaking down Stand and Deliver later this week. Um, but man, I'm super excited for that show. Super excited. And it's, it's a day show too, yeah, dude. It's an afternoon. Ooh. Oh, hell yeah. Um, that five way or whatever four way, I forget what it is for the North American Championship. Oh boy, it'll be five of them. Yeah, because four yeah. opponents and and um and Wesley. Yeah. So, dude, it, there's more than that, but that just that match is gonna that might steal the weekend, dude. Yeah, that might steal the weekend. Um, we're on WrestleMania. I don't know. Let, let's stay with AEW quick. Kenny versus uh uh Kingo. Right? Oh my god. It's, it's my first um, true television introduction to him. Now, I've seen highlights on YouTube and Twitter. Yeah. And, I mean, talk about I – th- I mean, I thought Ricochet can do some stuff. This guy is out of control. I heard he's like 25 years old he's or some crazy number. Dude. Yeah, And he hasn't even been in the business long. I heard like he just got into it more recently, if I'm not mistaken, if I read that correctly. What? It's crazy. Are you kidding me? It's crazy. crazy. Man. I think he was just like PWI's like third best, like top three or top five out of their 500 this year. Um, again, like you said, we we're only exposed. If you're only following certain brands, like you're, and you, you don't get to watch everything. We can only see social media clips and that's all we've gotten of him. Uh, but Vikingo is special dude. Um, and that was a, that was a really fun match. Kenny came out on top and I think it was the right move. Um, as much as I want to break down AEW right now, like that, I mean, like the FTR situation, the Kenny Vikingo stuff, that that's really what stuck out here. Um, what a match! I think we're getting Vikingo versus uh, uh, what's the dude's name we just saw last week? Um, oh, man, it was a ladder or a couple weeks ago in the ladder match. Damn it, Joe's gonna fucking kill me for not remembering this, huh? Uh, whatever. It was a masked guy in a fucking, you know, you know who I'm talking. Commander. That's who it was. I think his name was Commander. Commander. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna get him on Supercard of Honor. Them two going up against each other, which is insane. Uh, if you're not into that style of wrestling, I get it. I understand. But like, if if you're into just like this the sport of it, just sit back and relax and watch it, dude. Because that's the that stuff is like like jaw dropping. What they can do. So uh Vikingo has my full fledged attention, full fandom. Uh what a joy it was to watch him and Kenny, man. Kenny, the spots they did, the spots they took. Kenny's oh, great. Kenny's just we know he's the best. Um all right, let's veer away from uh from AW quick. I just want to kind of touch on WWE stuff. Uh we have a lot of confirmed things for W for WrestleMania now, NJ3. I'm not, I don't want your predictions, but I'm just gonna go over real quick. KO and Sammy confirmed from the tag title match, which we got on Raw. Yes, uh, boy. Edge, I love that he's bringing out like this dark side. I love the promo we cut because we're lacking that with with no Bray here, which is very unfortunate. I'm not we're not gonna dwell on Bray right now, though. Um <laughs> uh Big question coming out. Cody and Roman faced off again. 
Do we not see them touch until Mania? Is that something you want? No to touch. Know? No yep, touch. Don't right? touch. I no think touch. That's, I think that's a good call. I think it's like an old school touch we should uh, put on. I don't want to see Cody and Roman touch until the bell rings for WrestleMania night two. John Cena and Austin Theory confirmed to be the for match one of night one. What do we Hell start yeah. off WrestleMania? With? Hell yeah! It's going to be a good time. Uh, Dom and Ray confirmed. Yes. Punch your children. <laughs> Hit your kids. Good job, Ray. It's the only way you get paid for it, too. <laughs> uh, it's, dude, what a story it's been, man. Uh, damn. Like, we won't break it down, right? We won't break it down. I'll say this one fun. little thing. The amount of replays that SmackDown did on purpose for when Ray hit, they literally got every angle, and they did it like three or four times. Yeah. Went to commercial break, came back and did it again. I loved it. Whoever did that. Kudos to you. That was literally perfect. I can literally watch that on repeat. I need a TikTok of just that. Hell yeah. Um, and always going back to Michael Cole calling Dom a piece of shit. The Royal Rumble <laughs> was, was a fantastic call. Uh, and then real quick, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal was announced for SmackDown. Bobby Lashley, LA Knight, Carrying Cross. Yeah. Got some names in there. We got some got names, names in but, there. But no Bobby, but does that mean Bobby's out for Mania? Is that what we're going with here? Not necessarily. Remember, it's a SmackDown. It's not WrestleMania. Yeah. But it's so, going with the WrestleMania. Andre WrestleMania did. SmackDown. Yeah. Right? So we'll see. I don't know. I hope. It's man, for gaze. I know. If, you know, if you so. Know my, you know my positive thoughts, my positive vibes. Always hoping something will happen. But we'll see. I hope hope Bray shows up in Mania. <laughs> um, listen, we're going to cut this one here, boys. Uh what a show. Dude, our first one, it's, we recorded this late, so props to us staying away. We just yeah. recorded a podcast before this, so we've been talking a lot the past three hours, and uh, I want to blow smoke up our own ass and say we're fucking cool. We really are cool. Put a lot of hard blood, sweat, and tears in this business. We do, good, we do dope shit, Gurge. Yeah, we do dope shit. Uh, everyone, episode 149, follow us on social media, at WrestleBuzz on everything, at WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. Um, follow the other podcast at project underscore kayfabe at from the top row podcast and everyone as always take care stay safe watch pro wrestling